You're listening to the Grieving Mamas Club podcast, a space for moms who are on the wild ride of motherhood while navigating their grief journey. Here are your hosts. I'm Rashida, a motherless mom of a three-year-old and a one-year-old. Yep, that is two under four. And I'm Kara, a motherless mom with a three-year-old, an angel baby, and one on the way. Let's dig in. Hello, listeners, and welcome to episode 21, 21. Wow. Wow. I know. We're doing it. Um, yeah. The Grieving Mamas Club. This week, we're actually going to hit you up with a more than grief episode. So we're going to not talk about grief. I mean, grief will probably always weasel <laughs> itself into anything that we talk about, but this one's specifically more on the motherhood side of the name, the Grieving Mamas Club. So today, and I stole this idea from, uh, I believe it was the mom hour did this episode years ago about the things, the things they opt out of as a mom. So it's like the things that you're like, or just as a person, it can be the things you just no longer care to do now that you're in your thirties or like the things that you like those things. So the things that you're just like, yeah, I don't, that's not a thing I do. And, and no shame for the people who do do it. It's just, you've taken it off your list of things that worry you. Right. Yes. But before we get into that, per usual, Kara, how was your week? Oh my gosh. It's been a week last week. I'll, re- I'll take it back to last week. Ellie and I both came down with a little tummy bug, hit us hard. You know, she woke up early in the morning throwing up and then I was shortly thereafter. <laughs> yeah. And so she and I were out for the count, but it was like a 24 hour bug. And it really, I'm kind of grateful for it. And I've had a lot of people asking me, for me to come over to their house and cough in their mouth because um, <laughs> it's really jump started my my weight loss journey into. <laughs> <laughs> What's it? I'm only like four stomach flus away from my gold weight. <laughs> yes, exactly. I think yes, exactly. And I'm more like eight, but you know, I'm now I'm seven. You know, so yeah, you know, we're getting there. We're getting there. But but it really like my stomach. Like I just am still not a hundred percent right. But Aye. yeah, it's weird. So anyway, that happened, and then. And now this week, we got both the little munchkins home. We got both of them home because Brooks was exposed to a, a positive case of COVID. Uh, no. So that means, and, and at school, there were nine confirmed cases on Friday. So they're like, you know, they had to, so they want to quarantine siblings along with those who have been exposed. Nine confirmed cases? What the heck? Yeah. And it's like a small school of like a hundred kids. So figure like mm-hmm. 150 total with staff and everything. So, I mean, nine's a lot, you know, all in one day too. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially now, I feel like we're not hearing the numbers though. I have stopped watching the news yes. uh, in the morning. I've been watching Lizzo's watched out for the big girls. Another topic yeah. altogether. <laughs> um, something more positive, you know, something more positive than the news. Mm. And so I'm like, I'm a little disconnected from how COVID cases are doing right now. Uh, well, it's funny that you say that because like a lot. it is a lot. So anyway, we thought Brooks had pink eye. It turns out he doesn't. It turns out it's just like snot that was oozing out of his eye, which I d- also did not know yeah. was a thing. Anyway, apparently if it's if like you're so up stuffed in the up, ear, it has to go somewhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what mm-hmm. I guess was kind of happening. So anyway, I went to the doctor and they're like, yeah, the, like COVID was gone for like a couple of weeks, but now we're seeing like an increase in cases, but it's not as severe. And there's like not a, a lot of hospitalizations but hmm. it's coming back around. So is it Omicron still, or are we on a different variant? I've, I don't, Girl, I, props, lost. I don't know. Don't know. Don't care. Sense. I'm over it. 
You're over it. Yes. I'm I, over ever it. since I had COVID and my 90 days is almost up. Damn it. I have just been living in like a, I don't care. I'm still in the immunity phase. Yeah. Yeah. You're licking door handles and such. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Not really. So anyway, so since he was exposed, they both had to stay home. So Brian and I are tag teaming. We're both work. Obviously I'm still working from home. Brian mm-hmm. is working from home and, uh, I can just tell you as everybody pretty well knows we've all been exposed to this one way or another, aside from like lockdown in the beginning, fucking quarantine is, it does nothing, but it ruins families' lives. It is ruining children's lives. And don't even get me started with, I understand the reasoning behind masking, Mm -hmm. but it's the the developmental delays that it's causing. It's, it's like, okay, this is, we've got to figure something else out here. The nurse did say that it does seem to be like getting to the point where we can be treating it like a yearly cold flu situation. So, which is what I'm down to do. Like at first I was, I was in the boat with everybody, like, or with, I guess the the liberals, if you will, I was just like mask up, everybody fucking stay home. Like, let's do this, which in hindsight is kind of like how cute that we all thought in 2020, we could all just stay home for two weeks and we're all in this together. I know. Yes. And so like, I was of that mindset, but now, and I'm not throwing shade on anybody because I believe that COVID is real and people are dying to COVID. I'm not oh, sure they are. Yes. But I yeah. am of the camp now that it is time we figure out how, like, it's clearly not going to go away altogether. Well, so I am of the, yes. And it's lessened and it's lessened. Yes. The hospitals, hospitalizations are down. So I am of the camp of let's start moving into treating it like the flu, like a yeah. seasonal flu, but, yeah. but, but, but I also don't want to see your ass out in public when you actually have symptoms. Right. Yeah. If you're sick, like we're staying home. Stay home. Like everyone's a lot more cognizant of that, which I appreciate in general. Like no yes. one, no one, no one feels like being sick. No, no. But if you, Stay like I, the first week we were home with COVID it was fine. Cause I was sick. Like we were all sick. So it made it, yes, we should all be home because mm-hmm. we are sick. The second week I was like, what, mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. Like my kids are running around just fine. They need yep. to go back to daycare. Yep. Everybody's fine. Everyone's feeling good. No one is showing any symptoms. So it's pretty much, you know, Brooks is, <laughs> Brooks is fine. You know, he just still sleeps a lot and, you know, mm-hmm. he's fairly easy to please. It's Ellie, you know, she's at the age where she can entertain herself and play by herself, but she needs a lot mm-hmm. of coaching still and a lot of attention. Yep. So it's just hard. Mm-hmm. So that's what's up with me. We are in uh, fucking quarantine hell right now. So I'm really sick of talking about quarantining and COVID. And mm-hmm. can we please get past this? That's what's up with me. What's up with you, girl? We went on our very first like road trip. Well, we've gone on road trips before, but never as a family of four. So this was Parker's first little road trip. We went to Chicago to visit Aww. like the outskirts of Chicago. So we were never like in the city. So the outskirts of Chicago. So we were, we were in the suburbs. We were never in the city. So it was four hours from our door to a friend, our friend's door. Oh, perfect it, time. It was perfect. It was mm-hmm. perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. We left here. We left St. Louis at like 10-ish, which worked well, because then Parker was awake for the first two hours and asleep for the second two hours. Nice. On the way home, we actually left early so that we could be home by nap so she could nap at home. Oh yeah. Worked awesomely. It was only like the last, like, I don't know, like five to 10 minutes of the drive is when Parker started to be like, I could go to, I was like, no sister. Yeah. You're like shaking her car seat. (laughs) Yeah. Like (laughs) tickling her cheeks, closing her eyes. I was like, no, you don't. (laughs) Your ass is getting in this crib. Not yet. Ben's like, (laughs) (laughs) absolutely not. Dom did super well as well. We watched Encanto 
more effing times than I care to count. I'm so tired of Encanto. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I get it. it. They, they know, you know how to really fucking wear out something real quick, real fucking quick. So tired of Encanto. So, but we had, the visit was wonderful. It was so cool to hang out with our friends. And it was like Dom's first sleepover, if you will. Like that was with friends, like went to sleep with friends, woke up. Even though he slept, he slept with us, but he like vacation Dom was a hoot. Like vacation Dom was like, he couldn't be told like he was running around. He was looking at stuff. Like we basically, we let him eat whatever he wanted to eat anytime he like, it was, he was having the time of his life. So when we woke Uh, up to leave on Sunday, he was like, I don't want to leave. Yeah. 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 And he was like, I'll see you guys next week. And I was like, buddy, mm, not how this works, but yeah. Yeah. That's tough. I remember we went on a trip recently, a couple of weeks ago to Arkansas for a wedding. And Ellie was like, I want to go back to the hotel. And I'm like, well, Ellie, nobody's no, our family isn't there anymore. They all went home. So mm-hmm. that concept for them is tough because everyone yeah. is there. And they're having so much fun and all the fun is there. And they just want to go back to that place. To so. the fun. Right. Yeah. Right. And it was, yeah. And it was, it was really a good trip for my soul anyways, because it was a really good friend of mine and who she, it's really funny. So she was a friend of, she was a college friend of one of my high school friends. So one of my best friends. And then she came to Mizzou with my best friend to visit like my senior year. And so she comes to visit my senior year. Her and I were like, oh, hi. Like, I was like, yeah, the more the merrier. Like, come on, drink, blah, blah, blah. So then when I moved back home to St. Louis, she's originally from Chicago. She was also here in St. Louis. So then we became friends and then like, okay. we were best friends. Oh, that's yes. awesome. And so we met our husband's the same month of the same year on match.com and they no way like through that the four of us just became really good friends they moved to madison like a year that's sad i hate that yeah they moved to madison in like 2014 like late 2014 or something like that and then we would go visit them every six months and every year we went to Madison and every year they came here. So we were going like six months without seeing each other. Then she has a almost five-year-old and a Landon is turning three. And so like kids are around the same age. Yeah. Oh, it's perfect. And so, yeah. So we obviously hadn't seen each other because of the pandemic. They moved back to Chicago where she's from. And so this is our first time seeing our new house. And like, yeah, it was, it was just a nice, lovely weekend. Oh, good. I'm so glad to hear that. Good for you guys. Okay, Kara. So yeah, you let's go. Let's like you go, you say something you opt out of, then I will, we'll go back and forth. Okay, cool. So I have, you can start. Yeah. So prefaces with, I am not a hundred percent on these. Like sometimes I'm foolish. I always, always wear sunscreen, not going outside. Even if I'm not going outside, always wearing sunscreen. Okay. Mm -hmm. That is a light one. Mm -hmm. That's a light one to get us started. Okay. Yes. Yes. So you, you opt out of trying to be really tan. Yes. Yeah. 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 uh, yeah, Precisely. Yes. Okay. Okay. I opt out of, and I struggle with this sometimes. Mm -hmm. This is stupid. It's really light as well. I opt out of decorating for, for any holiday, but Christmas really like, fuck yes. Yes. Fuck yes. (laughs) I feel that one so hard. I don't. And I do, I do like, I do Halloween light, but it's kind of a mit, a modge podge of like slight Halloween, slight Thanksgiving. So I can just put it up in October and keep it. So I'm getting ready to put the tree up. Fallish. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll fallish, but it's, Mm -hmm. it's light. Like it's nothing compared to Christmas. And so I, I, I saw a lot of homes because Easter just passed. So I saw a lot of cute little homes, putting little bunnies in their front yard or like Mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. I don't No, (laughs) Neither, neither do I, especially inside Mm -mm. outside. I throw up a wreath. 
I have like a fall and a spring summer one, mm-hmm. but fall, winter, spring, summer one. So I have two. Maybe, yeah, I'm the same. Yeah, but decorating the inside mm-hmm. for like Easter, no. Nah. Decorating mm-hmm. the inside for, yeah, for fall. It's like more like like a Halloween Thanksgiving ish. Yeah. Like there's it's like I can turn pumpkins. the pumpkins around. It's like uh-huh. one side's a scary face, the other side is just a pumpkin. And then after that, it's Christmas and it's Christmas bonanza. And it's like holiday wonderland. Thrill. Yeah. Like I yes. say, I save up all of that energy to like go hard in the paint. Yes. In December. And I just don't, I can't like, and I feel like I should be, and my mom didn't really decorate that. She did. She went all out for Halloween. She went all out for Christmas and she had like subtle decorations for spring and stuff. But I, I feel yeah. like I should, like, I feel like moms of toddlers do cutesies, like little decorations and stuff like that. And it's, I'm not, it ain't me girl. No. And like, listen, like we get like, so, like a buttload of artwork that comes home and that's like <laughs> theme enough. And so sometimes if something is cute and on in line with whatever holiday it's around, you know, that will for sure go on the refrigerator, but then that gets tucked away, i.e. Mm-hmm. in the trash can. And I'll take a picture of it and for, in the hopes of someday printing it and putting it all in a book, which is not going to happen. You know what? I just came up with another one. Go give it to me. I think, I think I'm opting out of a baby book. So, okay. So I had one going for Ellie and like, I failed miserably at it. I, but I will tell you what I am good at doing is I have it in my phone, a whole list of her milestones and it's turned into not only her milestones, but like cute shit, she says. Mm -hmm. And I revisit that and it is hilarious to look back and and see like the stuff that she says like whamma is a lamb a dunder is thunder a volcano oh. is volcano okay dingo dingo she meant bingo a dingbell is doorbell i get quippered and we still there's still same things that she used to say when she was smaller that we still say like milk milk and the land of phil for landfill <laughs> the land of phil so anyway i think I'm going to opt out of a baby book for Brooks. I know I'm, I, so, I feel so guilty. No, no, no. So two things, the funny to play off of funny things, Ellie says, yeah, I said, yeah, she used to say, cause she's still only four. So she's saying funny stuff. So yes, on our way, as we're driving and we like get off the highway and we get into town to visit my friends, Don is super into maps right now and understanding yes. what roadies on. It's really cute. I love it. And so he's like, in distance, understanding. Yes. And understanding Ish, like time. Yeah. On, and mm-hmm. if he's, are we going West or East? Like blah, 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 blah. So we're driving and <laughs> Don's like, Hey daddy, what street are we going to turn on next? And we were turning on division street. Like division, like long division. Uh-huh. Right. Dom goes, Hey, they got a vision in Encanto. He thought we meant like division. <laughs> hey. <laughs> the vision. It took, it took me, it took me like a hot second. I was like, sure, they have, I guess they did math in Encanto and then goes, <laughs> no. division. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the vision. Yep. They got they got division in. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Write that one down. So cute. Doesn't that so seem cute. like, doesn't that seem like that serves much more of a, I feel like like our generation, like today's generation, like yes. we are much more about, about being practical practicality than, yes. than not, you know, like, yes, I didn't have a baby book growing up. So maybe I'm not so much tied to it. And it's like the, like, these are things that I think I should be doing, but mm-hmm. for fuck's sake, I can't keep up with it. And I, I have agree. a bajillion pictures, but 
I agree. I started a baby book with Dom, fell off the wagon hard. Yeah. Didn't even, I mean, Parker doesn't, I'm not even really sure Parker has like a legit birth certificate in this house. Yeah. Like I, I'm not, I can't get a, a baby book together for her. Love her dearly though. Thank you. Here's what I have. Oh yeah. I'm here's, I'm opted out of that. I'm, I'm there. Here's right. what I have opted into though, starting okay. last year. Like, so for 2021, I made it for 2021 things, hashtag things, TikTok made me buy. It's called chat book. Yeah. And you not literally sponsored. just not sponsored fuckers. But, yeah. Uh, but you can, if you want. Yeah, I know. Open spot. Uh, yeah. So you literally like it's an app on your phone and you literally just it'll upload all the pictures you took that year or not even upload, but like look at your all the pictures that you took and you just start selecting which ones you want. Put them in there. It'll tell so you like, if they're high res enough print. Oh, that's tight. So, okay. A, is it tied to your Google photos? Do, A, do you have, or is it tied to like your photo library of some sort? It's tied to your photo library on your phone, but I did that. I I'm sure you could tie it to Google photos, wherever you keep your photos. I'm sure you could do it on your laptop too, but I like did it in bed. When okay. You're... Yeah. Yeah. I'm like trying to do this on my phone. So, uh, B what's the financial commitment here? What are we talking? 35 bucks. Okay. A year, you know, that's uh-huh. very, and it comes okay. and it's a nice booklet, like a yeah. hardcover, like the dine hearts 20. Okay. So you're doing as a family, like, you're not doing like Parker specific and Dom specific. No, no, no like, I'm only doing one. I am yeah. doing one because I take a shit ton of pictures of them. And yeah. I'm like, what do I do with these? Yes. What do I do with these? And so I got an ad for that last year and was like, oh, this is a cute thing. Cute, cute way to keep photos. And so I think every year I'm going to do a quick little book. It's like 30. I don't even think it's 30 pages to be honest. It might be like 15. Like some of the pages, some of the pages have yeah. like four photos. Some have two, like, like listen, I did it. you don't need a 30 page book of pictures. That just gets no. to be a lot. No. And it's a like, yeah, it's just, and I did it in chronological order. Dom and Parker love it. Like, and yeah. I didn't even do it for them. I did it. Cause I was like, I want to be able to look back on these yeah. And they love it. They love like, I was like, this is when we went swimming and this is when you can like add captions and stuff. I didn't do that shit. I no. Yeah. 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 That's, that's so, that you don't need captions. I mean, you get, no. it has the year and the that's captions year are enough. up here, baby. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I am with you on opting out of baby books. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm so glad fine. to hear you say that. Cause I was like feeling really guilty. And I also, I was like, but the boy, like, is this something I'm going to hand down to his wife? And she's going to be like, thanks. You know, mm-hmm. like she'll kind, she won't care. No. Okay. You know, I yeah. have, this is a big one. Okay. A real big one. I've handed okay. this one on a couple of a couple episodes, but I have opted out of dieting. I have, yeah. opted, I have opted out of hating my postpartum body. Basically. Yeah. So like we need to hear about things. this. Yes. All the things that are encompassed with that. So I play, let's see, my history with dieting is long. Yeah. I never, so my mom, I didn't have a scale growing up. My like mom never really talked about like the need to be skinny or blah, blah, blah. Also we're black, like black women are like here for their booties and here for the curves and all those things. I just yeah. happen to be a very thin, naturally thin girl, like a <laughs> child. And- so lucky. No, no, was, 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 was. And yes, so yes, 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 yes. I, yes. So I always was. And then, but then when I graduated and I was never truly worried about my weight. So like in college, I like sat at like maybe 145 and felt fine with that. Like I was like, and I'm still hot, whatever. Yeah. Something happened though in like post-college that all of a sudden I got really weird about my weight. And it wasn't even like Ben had nothing to do with it. Like one of my friends was like, is Ben making you lose weight? And I was like, no, no, no yeah. No, I, and so I went from like 145 to 121. Whoa. 
Mm-hmm. And so like on my wedding day, I was like 125 tops. Oh. And I remember being so upset. I couldn't get oh. down to 119. So stupid. Yeah. And you were sad that you didn't get down to 119. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like and why so, that number? Cause I guess, cause under 120. Yeah. Yes. Stupid. Yeah. So as I was getting pregnant with Dom, so I gained, I guess I was going to say a shit ton, but I don't even actually think it's that much. I gained, I was slowly gaining, starting to gain weight back before I was pregnant with Dom. So by the time yeah. I got pregnant with Dom, I was at like 135, probably mm-hmm. fine. So yeah. then I gained 40 pounds, uh-huh. like 175 when I have Dom. Like I remember stepping on the scale and I was like, oh Lord, uh-huh. 175. <laughs> and then I- Oh Lord, is a fire. Oh Lord. oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. The worst thing you could be is chunky. Uh-huh. And so, so I, cool. yes. And so I, after Dom tried so hard to lose the weight because I wanted to get back into like the 120s. Like I did Weight Watchers. I did Noom. I did all of these things. I did so many things. I did like a, a six week, like boot camp situation where like you just ate chicken and fucking vegetables for yeah. all those yeah. things. And so I did that. And I think the lowest I probably got was like 140 something, which was oh. the weight that I was in college. So like, but again, yeah. Yeah. that was like, I was like, I need to be 120 something again. Fast forward, yeah. I get pregnant with Parker. And I was like, I'm not doing that again. Like I'm not, I'm not putting the pressure on myself to be thin or any of those things. I'm going to just let my body do what it do. But I gave myself a time limit of a year Yeah. (laughs) because in my mind, I was like, it's acceptable to still be chunky a year after you have a baby. So like, I'm not doing any, anything until I get to the year mark. I get to the year mark and I'm like, oh God. Okay. Well, I'm still not mentally in a place to like tackle this. I attempted to like try Noom again and was just like, fuck this. Like, oh, I don't have time to like listen <sighs> to, and like read all of these like lesson plans. Like, listen, mm-hmm. I, you know, and that's what, I, that's what annoyed me the first time. And I had one. Okay. Now I have two. No. Mm-mm. Right. So I, yeah, then just decided in January of this year that I was going to do an intuitive eating journey. Well, I talked about this in therapy that my therapist recommended a nutritionist. Anyways, long story short, I am doing, I'm on an intuitive eating journey and I have promised to stay on this intuitive eating journey for the whole of 2022. And it just means I'm not dieting. Like, and it, I feel like a lot of people will say like, well, now you're just eating pizza every night. And I'm like, I'm not actually like, it's the whole idea of intuitive eating is that once you take the stigma off things. So like, once you stop making things like off limits or like restrictive eating or any of those things, you naturally like today, this morning I had yogurt and some granola for breakfast and then I wanted a Caesar salad. So I had a Caesar salad. Sure. I for had a breakfast. No, no. Sorry for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> you like the fuck bitch. It's like uh, that girl. No, no, no. <laughs> Going uh, hard with the salad at breakfast. especially. No, no, no. I had the Caesar Savory. salad at lunch. Granted, I also had like a handful of animal crackers, but that's either here or there. Mm. <laughs> yes. And so I, I am, once you take the stigma off or like the, you make things not off limits and just listen to what it is that your body wants, you naturally start to eat in a more holistic way anyways. Interesting. And it takes time and it takes time. And the premise is you don't, you might not lose weight. It's not a weight loss tool. It is a like nourishing you your back- body. Mm -hmm. it is giving your body what it needs to do, what it is that you want it to do. So then the focus actually becomes on like body movement and like 
sleeping yeah. and things like that. And then you start to notice the things that make those things difficult, right? So like, yep. if you're like, I need to be moving my body in a way that serves me 30 days or 30 minutes a day, right. then you like black out the night before and eat a bunch of pizza. So you wake up and you're like, I can't even like walking seems hard. Yeah. Then you're like, okay, well, maybe I don't need to black out and eat a bunch of pizza every night of the week. Yes. Yeah. I, that's makes total sense. And I feel mm -hmm. like, so I have that written down on my list too, which is like, stop eating like trash, stop drinking like a butthole and a movement <laughs> slash workouts. You know, like I know that for, I realized early, well, actually it was like right when the pandemic hit, like we had to like get out, get the fuck outside, go for mm -hmm. family walks, just get the fuck out of the house. And so I realized early on, and then it became a part of my grief, my grief journey was going for walks and let's try. That was when I was trying to find a podcast that would relate to what I was going through and I couldn't. So here we are. And it's stuck with me since. And it's had, I've had like great health benefits from it. I've had to get mm -hmm. like a couple biometric screenings and and all of, you know, my numbers are, you know, come back, you know, I'm probably a little bit overweight according to the doctors, which we won't go there. And, the, and I'm not overweight. It's like, it's like, I could probably, you know, shed some, but my, everything, all my numbers are, are really good. And they're like, I, I'm like, well, I walk almost at least at the very least five, five days a week or Peloton or, you know, something. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So, I mean, it, so it has, like, there's all their benefits, but I, sorry, I was rambling. What I ultimately found out in the beginning is that it helps me from my mental state. And then mm -hmm. like the, like the by, natural byproducts are like what happens physically. So mm -hmm. eating healthy or eating on the healthier side, yet also treating yourself. If you want to have pizza, you should mm -hmm. do that. If you want to have ice cream, you should do it. But like, you don't, mm -hmm. don't do it all the time because that's going to have effects on you mentally and physically. And that's, so that's what I like about intuitive eating. It's like, do that then. And then once you, like, you'd be surprised once you take the, like, Ooh, this is a treat that I can only have once this week. You just start, you stop feeling that way about it. Like, so yeah. like I could have ice cream tonight or not. I mean, I'm all right. I'm going to go to bed. Right. Like, yeah. I look at my body some days and I am like, girl, if you just got it together for like three months, you could really snatch it in. But yep. I don't think that, I don't think so. Like, I, think I don't this think is no. also just my body. Like I think like, and I, my nutritionist said, she was like, it's so funny because nobody wants to accept like their body's natural weight, their right. natural point at which their body is happy. Like you're eating healthy. Obviously your body is able to move and do the things that you need it to do, but maybe you don't look like a fucking supermodel. Maybe you and don't so look like all of your friends, you know, maybe right. your friends are just naturally skinnier and it's right. And so she was like, it's so funny that we refuse to accept that, but like we accept that our feet are the size they are. And we accept that we are the height we are. Hmm. No, that's one's a good trying point. To, right. Like no one's trying to like cut their feet off or like, I mean, if they are, it's like really weird, like rare weirdos or like, yeah, you might have some like short dudes trying to like take something to be taller, I suppose. <laughs> but in, in all, like you accept your height and you accept your shoe size and you move on. And so, and you buy shoes that fit and look good on your feet and move on. Yeah. Right. And that is how she believes that's her philosophy, like, and that you can be healthy at any size. So like, don't be an asshole and eat pizza every day. And then wonder why your cholesterol is high. Yes. Right. Exactly. Don't do that. Right. 
but you know, like take care of yourself. Like it's take care of your body. Like it's something that you have to live in and live and, but also live and enjoy yourself and go out to dinner with your friends and your family and enjoy it. I mean, that's like a huge part of our life. Enjoying eating out. You can't, if you take that away from us, then we're not going to be a happy bunch. That's for sure. Same, same. It's very much a part of Ben and I's relationship is yeah. like food yeah. and having drinks. And that is, yeah, I could never diet full on because it's just not a part of who we are. And also total tangent. No one has ever stayed on a diet long-term. Like people end up yo-yoing yeah. and yo-yoing is actually worse for your debt, your health than. Yeah. You got to do, you got to be consistent. Just fine. Mm-hmm. Just be consistent. I think any health coach, anyone who's in the health industry and truly cares will tell you that. Mm-hmm. The next one that I have opted out of is continuing to pursue relationships with people who don't have my best interest at heart or my family's best interest. So mine snaps, meaning, snaps, yeah. snaps, yeah. snaps, woman. Yes. We don't have time for that. So mm-hmm. that's where I'm at. It's, it's taken. I think, I think it's just something that as you grow older, mm-hmm. you realize the value of your time. You just have less time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's so much, it's so valuable. And mm-hmm. especially with having these kids around and how young, just time is very precious and you don't want to waste it on those who don't serve you in the way that you need. And I do, I'm a firm believer. Amen, with, sister. Yes. I am a firm believer that people come into your life and exit your life in seasons. And I, you know, sometimes you're just friends with people or a person for a year or a month mm-hmm. or mm-hmm however long it might be to help you get through a season in life. But yeah, for those who might be old friendships and you guys are just in different spaces and they're being shitty, bye, you know? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that's what I've opted out of. I love that, Kara. And I too have opted out of that as well. Yes. So I have taken this mentality and I basically am like, I can't give energy to things that are no longer pouring energy into me. And I think Kara, for you and me, and I don't want to speak for you, but I feel like it's the same. So I'm going to speak for you. (laughs) It is one, two, three punch of like being in your thirties, becoming a mom grief, like all of those things, like all of those things have worked together to form this. Just like, I don't, I don't have energy to give to you today. Yeah. I think that grief really makes you take a step back and look at what's important when you watch someone die, it really, it drastically changes your reality. Or when you go mm-hmm. through losing someone just in general, mm-hmm. it drastically mm-hmm. changes your reality and makes you think about like, mm, I'm kind of done fucking around or, or maybe not. Some other people might go the opposite and just like fuck around the hell is, but you know, and that's on them. But, and that's on them. That, that, that's, that's serving. That is serving them at that point And they are opting yes. into that. So go for it. So yes. Nope. I love that as, as an opt out of. Cool. So my, my last one is not as heavy, not as deep, <laughs> not as deep and like That's self-fulfilling. Okay. And it, it is actually very, I realized what I'm about to say is going to sound a little privileged. I recognize this and I will gladly put on my little privilege hat. I have opted out of yard work, cleaning our house and getting groceries in person. Girl, yes. Oh my God. Preach. I am. I so I was telling my CEO the other day, I was like, I will pay for convenience. Like I will, I will eat seven peanut yes. butter and jelly sandwiches for dinner to, to, to have the money to pay for convenience. My name might as well be Rashida pay for convenience Dinehart because this actually perfectly ties into what you were just saying about time though. Like it is a commodity. It's a commodity. My time is so limited and I'm a person who truly doesn't find yard work fun. I've never, I never had to do yard work yeah. as kids. Like it doesn't have to be as a kid. Yeah. 
Hire it out. And Bye. I, I thought Ben would want to do yard work and then he didn't want to do yard work. So like when we moved into this house, it was like that Spider-Man meme of like me pointing at him and him pointing at me. And I'm like, are you going to, the grass needs to be cut. And he's like, the grass needs to be cut. Yeah. And I'm like, he's like, and so the grass needs to be cut. Yeah. So he's like, I don't know. So to save our marriage, the, we, we got a yard guy who comes to cut our right. grass once a week. He'll do some weed stuff. He puts down fertilizer. He does all that right. stuff to save my marriage. That's what we've opted for. Yes. Also to save my marriage. We had the same fight when it came to cleaning the bathtub. Who's going to clean the bathtub? Yeah. The bathtub is dirty. So we had a, we have a cleaning crew that comes now. I'm starting yes. to sound like what the fuck's her name? Rachel Hollis. Who's like, I have a cleaning lady who cleans my toilets. Not that. No, 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 but, no. but, 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 and it's, and it is worked into the budget because it is, it's important to like my sanity mm-hmm. and the sanctity of my marriage. Yeah. And also I will say, so I grew up and I, I feel guilt about this. I'm on a tangent because I do feel guilt about like the amount of convenience I pay for because, yeah. or that I'm willing to pay for, like that I'm willing to give up other aspects in my life to pay for convenience. Like one would say clean your own house and then you can use that money to go shopping. And I'm like, that's cool on me. <laughs> you know what? It's not important to you. So who gives a flying fuck? It's important Do to what's me. Important and to I you. have found, so I grew up and this is no hit on my mom, but I grew up spending whole Saturdays cleaning our house. Like my mom Ugh. was like a like neat freak to the core. And yeah. like, so we just woke up early on Saturday and like cleaned until like noon maybe. And then like, and then after that, we'd probably like go shopping and like have a fine time and all of those things. But like, I don't want to do that. Like no. I, I don't want to, I want my weekends to be weekends. Like I want, I want them to be relaxing. I want them to, I want to hang out with my kids. I want to wake up and be like, I don't know, let's go get donuts. Let's blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't want that time to be used doing yard work or cleaning or not even grocery shopping, not even grocery shopping all the way. Same. We actually, I hate to admit this, but we signed up for Walmart Plus and it has absolutely Mm -hmm. saved Mm -hmm. our weekends as well. Because I mean, as the week is going on, I can just add stuff to the cart and then come Sunday morning, Saturday night, whenever I can just, I can either have it delivered Sunday night, Monday morning Mm -hmm. between eight and nine, which is just fantastic Mm -hmm. time. And unfortunately, I hate to say, I'm sorry, but like, you know, that generally if you're shopping at Walmart, it's the lowest prices and and they have like a wide variety of name brands. So it's mm-hmm. like, it's almost one-stop shopping. Sometimes we have to go elsewhere, but let me tell you, it is fucking rare and we'll just make do and not. So, but if, but if there is like, but we eat out an awful lot too. So we are supporting, we too. yeah. So we are supporting our local restaurants and stuff, but yes, let's opt out of, this is controversial. Yes. Let's opt out of being ashamed that we joined Walmart plus. Girl, yes, a fucking men. Let's, yeah. I just, it's, it is so. It's exhausting. It is so damn convenient, and I think there will come a time in our lives. Also, also, we have two kids in daycare, so like, mama needs to save the pennies where she can. Seriously, to afford the yard guy. Yes, yes. I just, yeah, I think there will come a time in our lives again where we're into grocery shopping, like where our kids don't need as much, and you just have more brains, like to to give to those other things. There are two moms in my that I work with who have older kids like their one has a 10 year old and my ceo has a 16 year old and a, thir- a 17 year old now and a 13 year old and they were both talking about how they're so excited for spring because they're getting their gardens together and they're going to grow their veggies and they're going to do yard work and blah 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 and i was like can i just ask a question <laughs> question over here and they were like 
Yes. And I was like, was this shit you guys were doing when your kids were four and under? Yeah. Asking for the moms of kids with four and under. Who's that yeah. me? Okay. Yeah. Wanting to know if I'm a lazy piece of shit because I cannot pull my life together enough to do those things. And my CEO was like, absolutely not. I was not doing those things. Cool. This is because I have time. That makes now. you feel better. That makes you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. That makes you feel a lot better. And we were thinking yes. about doing like a, a raised garden situation because it'd be fun for Ellie to water. She might water it, but, but she would have to. She thing. can't go do that on her own. You'd still have to like do it with her. Like, Let's go water the grass, like or water the grass. I don't even like doing that. No, we have a sprinkler like, system. I and it's. I swear, it's the best thing bless. ever. Brian, I know Brian bless. hates it because he's like it's just so much money. But you know he's got it worked out, figured out. Well, well, the farmers only use like an inch of water per week, and meanwhile, yeah, anyway, anyway. Producer Brian's got it worked out, so I let him handle mm. it. But yeah, the, the sprinkler system is great. And yeah, we would have to go out there with Ellie. So I don't know. We might still dabble in it yet. I don't know if it's getting too late, but. No, I think you can still do it, but it's not, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Not don't blame that. you. Love it. And I also agree with you. Like, let's opt out of the shame in joining Walmart Plus and joining things that are convenient for us because fuck it. It's what makes us happy. And we support local in other ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like you said, by eating out, by buying other random stuff. But yeah, I just don't. Yeah. Cause you know, I'm hitting it up. Yeah. We know we're hitting it up elsewhere. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well, do you have anything else you want to opt out of? I mean, I could go on forever, but I opt out a lot of things, it seems. But no, I think I think I've hit the the top things that make me me. Yeah, ditto. Well, I think that's it. All right, girls. Thanks so much for listening to the Groovy Mamas Club podcast. When times get tough, just remember you're a badass bee and you got this, mama. <laughs>